when you start getting into like memento, people have a hard time following because it's not chronological. Yes. So if if you don't have that thought capacity to like, all right, let me hold on to these things because they're going to be important. Yeah. Like he kind of gives you that basis. Like this is this is going to be a, these are the important parts of how the story translates. He so. uses the same tools in Memento that he uses in this movie. Also, with a, we're going to break it down. His black and white usage and his color usage in Memento are significant. That tells you if it's a flashback or if it's going forward. The right. same thing he utilizes in this movie with the color red and the color and blue. The color blue. Mm-hmm. It gives you those hints. So, like, he uses tools to give you those hints. They're like little nuggets for geeks like us, like, to right. just <laughs> latch on to. It's right. not for did everybody. Did you catch that? Like, did you catch did that? Did you get that, guys? Yeah. Did you yeah. get that? Yeah. But, um, Interstellar, Interstellar is yeah. definitely that for me. Where I'm. I saw um, Tenet twice. I yeah. went yesterday to watch it. God damn. I, yeah, I saw it yesterday. I think I'm going to see it again. Listen, I... <laughs> if I tell you that this, I went in there with the mind that watching it a second time was going to clarify it all. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't clarify it made, it just, nothing. I might have clarified a couple of things and then yeah. added a whole bunch more questions. So there's more oh, questions than man. I came in with. All right, cool. Because I mean, I got I got a million and one hypotheses. We got to throw it out on this episode. All right, cool. cool. All right, Joe. So let's just jump in. All I'm right. no Justin, no peace. And I'm Lou Rivers. And we are the Loose Cannons Podcast because we sit down and we fire off our opinions on today's pop culture. What else? Politics. What else? Movies and TV and how they all intersect. And oh, baby, do we have a good episode for you guys? Oh, we got a good one. All right, so um. <laughs> Today, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this was the first time we were back at the theaters. Round of applause. Ooh, Ooh, we made it. We made it. Listen, we (laughs) made it through preliminary COVID. Everything got shut down. As you know, on our show, we were going out to the movies every week. We weren't doing the streaming stuff. We were going out to the movies. We were watching these movies, and we were giving you our opinions on it. We were breaking them down. We haven't been able to do that, so we were doing some other things. But this was a movie that you have to see in the theaters. Like, I I, I knew that from the beginning. I knew that before I went and saw it. But this is a movie that, this is one of those return movies that you need to see in the theaters. Right. And, I mean, let's start with our our first opinions. Like, for me, it it did not disappoint. No, um... Man, cinematically, he's by far one of the best. Yes. Like, just watching um, the coordination, the shots, everything is, he's pretty phenomenal. Pretty fun. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Christopher Nolan, his movie Tenant, just um, dropped in the theaters earlier this week. Um, this episode, if you guys are watching it right now, that means it's probably Friday or after. The movie is out in the theaters right now. Hopefully you've watched it already because we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be breaking it down. We're going to throw out some questions that we have, some burning questions. Maybe we can answer each other's questions. Maybe not, but we want you guys right. to engage. So, listen, Christopher Nolan has a history of yes. making... Absolutely complex, confusing, <laughs> great pieces of art. True indeed. Great True. pieces of art. Like um from Memento. Like, I mean, and that wasn't his Ooh. first one that, but that's his first big one where everybody talks about. They talk about Memento. And yes. then um I don't even know like the, the full 
trajectory, but I don't think anything has ever been like straightforward. We have momentum. The Batman trilogy. The Batman trilogy. I mean, well, that's more straightforward than yeah. out of his, all of his movies. But then you have Prestige, yes. which was a, 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 a oh, mind whew. scramble. Yeah. But it was, yes. I, I waited a long time before I watched Prestige. And somebody at work was like, oh, hey, you, if you checked out Prestige, if you like Christopher Nolan, I was like, no, nah, I haven't checked it out. And man, I was like, this is not disappointing at all. It's different, but not mm-hmm. disappointing. And I enjoyed it. Um, we had Prestige, and then everybody's big one. They talk about Inception. Inception, mm-hmm. because that's just like it has such bigness. It has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. It has um, what's his name? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph also. Gordon-Levitt in it. Um, uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Ben Watanabe. Yes. Uh, um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, Who else? A lot um, of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Oh, what's the name? Juno. It has Juno yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, her, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. I'll give her, her yeah. respect. Okay. But um like all of the, that movie, I feel like posh, still nobody's attempted to make a complex movie like this. But like that movie, just the the idea that you can tackle a person's mind. Mm-hmm. And they just need for adrenaline and do all the things that movies do great. Like the music is great. The visuals were great. Pushing the boundaries and pushing the boundaries of your mind. I'm just here for it. I'm in for it. Right. Inception worked. Even if you didn't understand Inception, you at least enjoyed the movie. Now, right. then he hits you with Interstellar. Whew. Yeah. Visually, Interstellar is beautiful. Again, yes. another mind bender. I you go Amazing. to YouTube Vortex, you know, there's books about specifically the science in that movie, the um the the theoretical um physics that is in that movie written by Kip Thorne and mm-hmm. I loved it. But that kind of loses some people because right. it's a little bit slower than Inception. But this is like if James Bond was written by a smart person, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yo, uh, I think honestly, like looking at his track record, all his movies, yeah. If you're, if Dunkirk is great, you know, for visual Ooh, visualization. I, I left out Dunkirk. You left out Dunkirk, um, but honestly, I feel like Prestige and Inception are you know, um, the two movies that people can grasp onto yeah. with logic yeah. that yeah. isn't far off on the deep end. Yeah. But I mean, when you start getting into like Memento, people have a hard time following because it's not chronological. Yes. So if if you don't have that thought capacity to like, all right, let me hold on to these things because they're going to be important. Yeah. Like he kind of gives you that basis. Like this is, this is going to be, these are the important parts of how the story translates. He so. uses the same tools in Memento that he uses in this movie also. With a, we're going to break it down. His black and white usage and his color usage in Memento are significant. That tells you if it's a flashback or if it's going forward. The right. same thing he utilizes in this movie with the color red and the color and blue. The color, mm-hmm. It gives you those hints. So, like, he uses tools to give you those hints. They're like little nuggets for geeks like us, like, to right. just <laughs> latch on to. It's right. not for did everybody. Did you catch that? Like, did you catch did that? Did you get that, guys? Yeah. Did you yeah. get that? 
Yeah. But um, Interstellar, Interstellar is yeah. definitely that for me, where I'm I'm like linear with it. I can, can keep going down the rabbit hole and yes. keep going and keep going and yes. keep going. I mean, it's well, not for a lot of people. Inception. Everyone has dreams, so right. like that is your your that's your connection to everything. That's his connection mm-hmm. to everybody. Everybody has dreams, so you automatically feel. Like you understand more about this this picture than you do anything else. Not everybody's been into outer space, you know what I mean? <laughs> Who do? You're right. Yeah, Who do? Right. Not everybody's been to outer space. Not everybody's been on a spaceship. Not everybody understands all of these things. But right. I mean, I loved it, dog. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. The tough part is for people who have who don't have the capacity to think outside the foundation of time. Mm. And, and this is so difficult for the majority of people to see time removed, you know, and this movie, if you can't, if you can't grasp the idea that time is a structure in itself and it could play by itself and not with you, like, you're, you're not, this movie's going to be too complex for you. He to slaps just you in the movie with people's. Um, <laughs> they they tell you they said, listen, if you're going to keep thinking about time in a linear way, like just get o- get off the helicopter now, right? Because <laughs> this is this is not it, dog. If you right. keep thinking about it linear, that's it. Like get on get on out of here. Right. Exactly. It's it's a unit. It's a unit. It's how we count. Just like you can have um, milliliters and liters. Like it's a right. unit of measurement. So like that unit of measurement is created, you know? Right. Uh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just break down a little bit of the movie. Just a, a okay. little tiny bit of the movie. We have a guy who's um, John David Washington. He's a, yes. a, a CIA spy. Right. He's yes. a CIA spy. He's who, a CIA operative, yeah. He's definitely. a CIA operative. Who gets recruited by this um this organization 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 from the future? Can <laughs> we tell it too much? Technically, the organization exists in the future, right? But they going back in time to recruit people to, to establish. Recruit, to, the organization. Yo, yes, yes. This is okay. When after I was like sitting down and thinking about it, I'm like, is it connected to Terminator? Like, you know, it has its not like connected to the actual movie, but it has a Terminator-ish. It has a smarter Terminator. It almost explains more than Terminator has ever explained. Right. So the thing that I got from it is um, this is this connection to Inception and why I was like, all right, I can I can get on this is because everything is a paradox. Mm -hmm. So remember when uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitz is speaking to Ellen Page about the paradox about walking over. So it's like the same thing. This part was about the grandfather paradox. And um, if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, do you no longer exist? Right, exactly. And a lot of people aren't, aren't going to get that or understand it, but yes. that's the concept of it is that if you go back in time and undo what has already been done, yes. how can that happen? 
And yes. that's the paradox. There's no, oh, well, this is how it happens or this is not how it happens. That's the paradox. You don't yes. know. You but know. they kind of explain it because then they go on to say that, um, was it um, Rob, Rob Pattinson? What's his name? Rob, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. His character ends up explaining, you know, everything that happens, mm-hmm. happens. And right. we see that in the movie because it still happens. Even right. when they a- attempt to change something, the thing happens even if they change, change the other thing right. from happening. It still has happened. to happen. Right. It still happens. <laughs> but it changes. It's First of all, <laughs> if you want to just like figure out like what the span of time the movie takes place in. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a it's a journey in itself. Like, what is the span of time that the movie right. takes place in? Uh, five days to a week, something like that. Maybe, uh, maybe. And the I know whole that opening scene. When does that take place? That takes place. Yeah, I want to say it has to be. It has to be somewhere along the lines of four to five days because one day everything is sort of happening. Uh-huh. And by time, by time, by time, coincidentally, <laughs> they're going back in time. Yes. I think this is the part where like I'm a lot of people are gonna miss it. Yeah. He's on he's on the same ship that he's on going. Yes. In the beginning. Yes. He's coming back on the same ship. Yes. You know? Yes, they're going and it's every- like yep. And it's just, it's that sort of idea that like, it's basically you're watching the story from his point of view. Mm-hmm. So that means that if time's going one way, yes. by the time you get to a certain point, it overlaps going back the other way. Yes. You know? So I want to say three to five days. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That's the, that's... Who knows, right? Christopher yeah. Nolan might know. Theoretically, he might know. Right. But it's... We're getting into the nitty gritty, and I and right. I don't I don't want people to lose the fact that there are a bunch of guns. <laughs> John David Washington looks cool as fuck. Yes, <laughs> like the the scenery, the adventures, where they're where they are, we're all over the world. Um, right. India looks dope as fuck. Like all the, of these yeah. different things are happening. All of the things that you will find in a Bond movie in a Mission Impossible movie happen. Right. The Except it's amazing. not as simple as bad guy, good guy, good guy almost mm. dies, but kills bad guy towards the end. That is not what happens. Right. That exactly. is not what happens. Because none of this shit is linear. None of it. Right. And that's the reason why I love the fact that he used the word protagonist instead of like, I'm the hero, you know, like I'm, I'm doing the best I can with what I got. And even that is not enough because I don't know, you know, like that's basically oh, what no. he's saying. He's like, I have no clue. You know, how many minutes are we in at this point? <laughs> well, I don't know, because we started kind of I want to say like 12 minutes. Okay, cool. So at some point we gotta give the spoilers label because we're about to spoil the hell out of this. We're movie. gonna spoil the fuck out of this. All right, you know what? <laughs> so let's do this out of order. Let's give our um Rating? score. Yes. <laughs> oh, let's give them the yeah. score now. We go we gonna do the tenet yeah. of our episode. Okay, yeah. I like it. All right, so um as far as cinematically, I think the movie is amazing the yeah. shots are amazing yep. um 
every scene, he, you know, his mind works differently, you mm-hmm. know, and he's getting every shot and every detail that he needs. As far as that, I'm going to give him easily a maybe a four and a half. As far as storyline, uh-huh. for for the average person, I'm going to say that this is a three because it's going to be so difficult for people who are just so used to and so stuck in certain ways yeah. to grasp the movie. Um, so at that, I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give it three and a quarters. I'm averaging out to three and a quarter. I got uh, three, it. three and three quarters. Sorry, I I got to give it a score based off of my enjoyment. Okay. It's a fucking five, dog. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a five. Uh, and this is okay. why I'm going to give it a five. Listen, <laughs> fuck all the people who don't want to think when they go to the theater. <laughs> okay? But this is the disclaimer. If right. you need to leave a movie understanding every single thing that happened in it, right. just stop going to see Christopher Nolan films. Right. <laughs> He's Very not true. the guy for you. Right. I don't need to leave knowing everything that happened in it. I want cinema to do what this does, which is kind of create questions and create interest and intrigue in these other topics. Like definitely this is a marketing ploy for us for physics. Like, like, I mean, I want to read more. If you need to learn, if you need to learn, go learn, go learn because this is like, wow. Wow. And to think about like his story of um, creating this movie, which is kind of a similar timeline of, you know, when he was um, doing Inception, he said he's been working on this for 10 years, you know, and obviously no one's going to give you the money to create a movie like this. And he couldn't do this without a budget like this. But um, working on this for 10 years and this idea and, you know, beating down, I'm pretty sure it's beautiful because there's two things that's happening. There's the story of the protagonist that we're watching uh-huh. and we become the protagonist because every time he learns something, we learn we something. something, right? We learn we we're him. We, we are literally in this journey as him, as he learns, as things open up to him. So everything that gets explained to him about this world gets explained to us and it just sets that tone. Like the, that right. that scene, and th- we're just going to start breaking down scenes. This is the spoiler, guys. Listen, if you haven't seen this movie, pause this right now and then come back. Right. Because we're going to start talking about some when he's shooting the gun, which they probably seen in the um the trailer. Uh, uh, this this is the spoiler part. We this is the spoiler part. This is the spoiler right. part. Just, right, just bye, go, guys. guys. See y'all bye. later. Bye. <laughs> but all of our people who who watch who watch right. who watch the movie. The gun, when he's shooting the gun and okay second watch yeah. I watch how many times because the first thing he gets taught he says the only thing that I have for you was when he's on the boat the guy's like the only thing that I have for you is a gesture mm-hmm. and a phrase tenant mm-hmm. okay I watched the second time how many pe- times people did the gesture mm-hmm. and the phrase and they just fit it in. When he goes and meets the Indian lady in Mumbai, mm-hmm. he does it, but he does it inconspicuously with he's holding something in his hand. And he does it inconspicuously. When he has the gun? Yes, yes. yes. When he has the yes. gun. And he goes. I was like, oh, Christopher Nolan, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you seen that in the first time. I did not notice that how many times they keep using 
the um the um the gesture because right. it's like the nuggets are there. They're constantly there. Mm -hmm. And then on the second watch, I don't know if you noticed, we get introduced clearly to the colors red and blue mm -hmm. towards uh, midway in or towards the end. I don't even know if it's like maybe like when there's an hour left. But the whole movie has red and blue throughout it. People are wearing red and blue outfits. Mm -hmm. Even John David, a lot of his hues of his clothing from the beginning are in blue. So, like, all of these are nuggets to let us know. Plus, I, it's just, like, it's just so much. <laughs> it's just so much. It is it's so mind-boggling how a person can put this all together in their head. Right. To create something that that actually works. Like, um, they were talking about... um. I was watching an interview with John David Washington and Robert Patterson, and they were talking like they couldn't re remember what direction they were going. So it was like, you know, on this take, they're asking him. And they're like, he knows the answers. Like Christopher mm -hmm. Nolan knows the answers. And the fight scenes, dog. Yo, the fight scenes. I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking simply, I'm like, did they, like, is this just like on Rewind? I'm finding out if John... They actually choreographed the fight scenes in reverse. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's crazy. So imagine like you had to learn what it feels like to pull punch back. Pull, pull, back. pull a punch back. Pull yeah. a punch back. Yeah, that's I was watching, I was just like, and you know me, I'm like hypothesizing throughout the whole movie. All right, I like this has to be or this is going and and especially like if you catch like the little pieces in which you can start putting the puzzle together. Yes. So like when it started going backwards, then I was just like, oh, this is that, or this is that, or this is going on here. Yes. So I I definitely didn't catch the whole him driving the car in the middle part. Like that was something I was just like, oh, all right. And this is when it was just like, now I got to try to remember all little details. Yes. So when they got to the airport, yeah, I noticed that when he was putting on his gear and he had the wound going backwards. Yes. Um, when Robert Pattinson was leaving, he didn't have the rest of his gear on. So I was just like, oh, this has to be when they're fighting the two guys, but gotcha. backwards, uh, Robert Pattinson has to be doing something else, but where is he at that time? So that's when I was just yes. starting to piece everything. So. Yes. And yeah. they give you that little clip when he grabbed, like, he grabs the mask off the guy and he looks at him and then he lets him go. It's like, what is right. that? So you realize there's how many John Davids in that scene? There's uh, three, right? Right. There's three because the, the thing about the machine is it kind of slows, I guess, the time down because every time you see the machine, you see someone who's capable of seeing themselves yes. go forward yes. at the same time. Yes. So, so it's just like, you kind of witnessing like the peace. Because he was why fighting himself. John David fought himself. Mm -hmm. And then Rob Patterson pulled the mask off of a John David. Right. So there's three John Davids going on at the same. Yo, I'm like. So there's so, so the machine kind of creates some sort of overlap. Yes. That fractions off seconds. Yes. Basically. And so, because yeah. there's more than one, there was one, there's one in the hangar at the, um, at the what do they call it the free port does that right. really exist is that like a real thing where 
You can um, um, tax free have. Honestly, I've can... heard I've heard stuff like that where yeah. there's a transition through, but I mean, I didn't know that there was like a facility of that maximum level. So, That's crazy. but I mean, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, because it hasn't been actually because the uh, the land of an airport is not. Basically, the land, of, yeah, but like whatever's behind security is not considered no. the territory of the country. Oh, no. makes sense, yeah, right. Different rules and regulations <sighs> determine that, yeah. yeah. But it's the genius of it, you know. What was that boat? What was that sailboat? Oh, yo, uh, comp- competitive sailing, I yes. guess that's like, yeah, yeah I've never crazy. seen that type though. I've seen competitive sail, I've never seen that. Was like, yeah, I mean. Just think about all of the things and all of the things they had to learn about just to make this movie. Like, if you're John David or Robert Pattinson, like having to learn how to um, do the sailing and like um, and, and 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 fight and all these different things, like this is it's just crazy. Right. What? So, how did you feel? Like, I'm gonna try to break stuff down. How did you feel about? John Davis act, um, acting. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I thought he was super smooth. Yes. Uh, I thought he was super cool. I, I think he got, it, 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 it felt like, obviously, his father. And I don't want to make, make it seem like, you know, that was, he was just giving his father's performance. It was just the smoothness that he got that, that just feels like it's there. But the way he delivers his lines, it feels like John David. It feels like right. him. You know, it, 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 it feels... When I watched this, and I had to, obviously, you put it up against other spy type of films, and it doesn't come across like, you know, a, a born identity or, or like a Mission Impossible. It feels like a um, James Bond film, but Daniel Craig. It feels like that Bond. It doesn't yeah. feel like the old Bonds. It feels like... <laughs> this present, realism there. Realism, present spy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like John David's story is not boarding school John David. You know what I mean? Right. Like, his characters, like, you know, picked from, you know, I, I don't know, like, some school in Chicago. Like, I, you know, like, right. I don't know. Like, he went from high school to, um, you know, being a, a Marine and then from, you know, a Marine and then getting, you know, recruited into the CIA type of situation. So there was, like, an he, edge. He's the Will Smith uh, Men in Black type. You there know, it is. Different difference in structure from what's expected. That's yeah. it. That's it. And he's just uber talented, you super know. Talented. So the physical, uh, the fighting, fantastic. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. Definitely. I heard Christopher Nolan was talking about um why he chose John David Washington. He was saying, you know, him being a he's an American footballer and what he's able to do with his body. And then I was like. Like, I'm watching, like, this dude's running, like, full speed ahead with these guns, mm-hmm. like, do it. Like, this was a lot of stuff. Yeah. They jumped definitely. off of buildings, got pulled up buildings. They say it like I, like, I couldn't get out there. I'd be like, Chris, like, I need a break. Like, <laughs> another take. <laughs> All right, what are we filming the next time? In two hours? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you got B12? Anybody got Anybody got B12? <laughs> I, I need B12. Yeah, oh man. Um, how did you like Robert Pattinson? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. 
I'm, I'm becoming I, a fan. I'm every time I watch him, I'm erasing Twilight out of my like. It you. almost did happen. This <laughs> is not exactly the same person. It almost didn't happen. Like yeah. watching this and then good times. Good I'm like, time? yeah. this man could perform. Right. He's an actor. He's an actor. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what the female lead her name is, but I don't know either. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like is she was a lot taller than John David, and it made me uncomfortable. She was a lot taller than everybody. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. She's, a, she's literally the tallest person in the movie. Like she's the tallest person in the movie. She saw that than crazy all looking guys. Russian dude. Oh, yeah. that was it. They looking eye to eye. She is taller than everybody. She's taller yeah. than everybody. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love the villain. Like fantastic. Great portrayal. And like I always tell you, I feel like the best villain is the villain who thinks that he's do- what he's doing is still right. Yes. And this is like class act. Like, but he, the, we he still don't know who doing. the real villains are. Think about it. We don't know who tasked him with the right. job from the future to do this. Right. We don't know. You're right. We, like who? Who is this? All like what? Did, why? Uh, who do you think? I don't know. I got I got the other side. I think covered though. Okay. I got the whole tenant side covered. The whole tenant side Definitely. is covered. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think the whole tenant side feels. That's why I said Terminator. If it, that's the the John Connor type of yeah. situation, you know, sending back. Except he sent himself. Right. You know, he sent. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to send you down a rabbit hole real quick. Yep. Because I feel like these things were left open, just like Inception. Like, you feel like things were left open for a reason. Yeah. So a couple things that I thought, like, throughout the movie. Yeah. Right? The first thing is, um, I, oh, I think I think John David died. I think that, that when he dies in, in the beginning, I think yeah. that's when he dies. That's the end. That's him dying. That it, because the first thing he talks about is um, about uh, multiple dimensions and yeah. the shift from one person, one consciousness to the next consciousness. Uh-huh. And he was speaking about that when he was in the bed. So yep. I felt like that may be the reversal of one of his deaths, but in back when he's going backwards, he's just feeling it at that point because that's when it actually happens. That makes sense. And that line, that structure line, he's not dying, but uh-huh. that whatever tenant is going backwards, that's when that one dies. Gotcha. That you. makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. So the only reason why that blows me away because they they capture a piece of um, the device. Mm-hmm. He's getting a piece of the device and he doesn't know what it is. Right. But remember, he's he's all getting this whole like, yo, we had to rebuild your face and everything. Yes, and I was like, yes. wait, what? I was like, wait, how? Wait, hold is on, he what? a part of getting all the pieces of the device? Are they? So you're right. So this is the whole thing. I believe that. All right. So he's given all the pieces, like not the pieces for that of this device. He's given all the pieces to go start tenant. So I think that he's the one who begins it. That's Got the first you. thing. Because he's the only person who really knows both sides at this point. Mm -hmm. Because everything else is just getting fed information from people who are being fed information. That makes sense? And then, all right, so then the second part is, I think that 
Robert Pattinson's character is Max. Her it son. is the son. I believe so right. too. It definitely. And I was just son. like, it just makes so much more sense where you know he recruited him. He's been watching him the whole time because he doesn't want anybody to come after him. So the only person he could really trust is going to be this kid yes. when he grows up. Yep. You know. So I kind of was just like going down the rabbit hole. Like, what else? What else could could have happened? You know. So. But because this is why I got to go see it the third time, because I specifically want to hear the conversation when they're talking about the opera house. Mm-hmm. John David has a conversation with the Russian dude about the opera house. And it was Russian dudes that uh, captured him and killed him. Well, not killed him. But that's probably the information he didn't want to get out. Now that I'm right. thinking about it, like you so know, so did he give them the information to go get him earlier in the movie? Basically, that makes sense. Damn, this is this is blowing <laughs> because they say like obviously they're thinking like he's a part of the CIA, right? But is he recruiting himself at different points in his own life? Like, did he recruit? Did that actually linearly happen? Like, that's what I thought linearly happened. I thought he went back mm-hmm. from the from the future. He had himself be recruited to Tenet earlier. Okay. And that's what that's when it happens with that um the CIA capsule pill. But okay. the guy says something specific. He says, Welcome to the afterlife. So was he being mm-hmm. facetious or was he being honest? Right. <laughs> That's the crazy part, man. I mean, I'm I'm stuck. But is the reason why they can move because they aren't really existing anymore. Right. Because when I when I first watched the um the trailer, I thought it was going to be some type of spiritual thing because he says like welcome to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So I thought like people who died in the field were able almost like some old guard shit but they were immortal like but people like who died in the field but but he was Uh already on a mission even like what was his uh, he was already doing something different from his team at that point because they were like um get the americans Mm -hmm. get the americans and so they that team that was in that truck wasn't a part of that whole flow of everybody because he almost got killed multiple times. I mean, the one thing that they I got the second time was that was obviously Robert Patterson that saved his life in the opera house. Right. Definitely. See, so that's why I wonder the that him <clears throat> didn't know that at that time. <laughs> right. But obviously they sent some they sent him back. They sent Robert Patterson there to help him at that moment. Right. Because he probably would have died at that moment. But that's why I'm thinking that, like, whatever he finds out later on, him telling Robert Pattinson in the future, yeah, he knows that going backwards, these are already his mission. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So then when he meets up with him at this point, he's already going forward again. And that's why at the end of the movie, Robert Pattinson is going to go back, back again. Yes. You, that makes sense. Yes, because, because, yeah. because of that phrase, he's like, "Um, this is the end of a beautiful friendship for me, but it's but the beginning, beginning, the beginning for, for you. you, right?" 
And I think that that's when John David puts the two and two together, that this is going to be him, Max in the future, possibly, you know? Now, is it that they have to continue doing it? Like, do they have to continue these missions over and over to stop it? Like, is it a a continuous thing? Well, see, that's the whole thing. that, That block of time is basically the same. And then whatever's done is done. You know, like it's weird. Um, did you watch what was that movie that was about time on Netflix where one was going forward and his granddaughter was going backwards? It's a show. Um, no, it was a movie, Netflix original. It was pretty good, came out last year. I think we may have done a thing on it. I can't even remember. I don't know. But it's that sort of idea where Robert Patterson's the end of Robert Patterson's life is gonna be in the past. So he's already chosen to go that way. If he ever decided to go forward and try to get back to the future, like he'll age out by then. So it doesn't matter, you know? Mm. Because your life doesn't stop. It's just that you're on this linear part of time. That's it. And it still requires time to travel back. Like they, they were traveling on the ship in reverse. Right. Because it they don't travel in time, the universe does. You right. can reverse the the what do they call it? Inverse entropy. Inverted, right. Inverted entropy. Right. So it reverses everything. So that it's almost like you can get on a reverse treadmill and then ride right. that treadmill backwards. Back. Right. And so you don't stop living. It's just that you're traveling in time one way or another. Why do That's they have to do it on water though? Why does no, water looks, help? It just looks cooler. Okay. <laughs> it it sure did cooler. the way to Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Well, you see how hard how hard it was for him to drive backwards, so crazy. Yeah. And I guess the whole thing with shipping containers is like, you know, now you can make this uh oxygen atmosphere. Yes, yeah, you yeah, you can uh so uh, that's kind of what we got to see. Yeah, because it if everything is in reverse, you'd be breathing out right the oxygen and taking in the CO2 and right. obviously that would kill you so look at you all right <laughs> come on son i was in there i was i was in there i was on okay. the edge of my seat it was it was crazy cuz like i was looking around and i'm like does anybody anybody else like watching what i'm watching because this shit is <laughs> crazy right like why are y'all relax like please, please cuddles stop <laughs> Couple, stop cuddling. This is not. This is not the time. This is not the time. Like Christopher Nolan is giving us. I, I literally think that these movies are going to go down in history of like. These are moments where, like you know, James Cameron and those guys like Ridley Scott, and they they made these moments, um, and changed the way we looked at what we can make. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, Avatar. You know, moment. You know, um, Terminator Two type of moment. Um matrix type of moment where like you know when you see neo do that thing everybody's talking about that and right. it's like christopher nolan he has people fighting backwards like, like <laughs> they're fighting in reverse with gunshots right. and everything and like my gosh like it's brilliant it's brilliant yeah. it's brilliant and yo, the thing about the like, I don't think that people realize, like, especially blocking with the director. Yeah. So imagine that every the fight scenes, right? They're done multiple times, right? Yes. 
And the first thing is he's shooting them forward in one direction. Yes. And then backwards it's in a total opposite places. direction. Yes. Right. So it's like, and when you're watching it, you're watching it from the different perspective angle. Dog, when he slid for the gun and then right. you watch him slide in the different, I'm like, yo, that's why it looked mm-hmm. like that when he was sliding. Oh, I was like, damn. I, this is who I feel bad for, the continuity person. <laughs> Because I, how do you <laughs> they do not, continu- They're not getting nothing right. How do you do continuity for Christopher Nolan? Right. <laughs> how do you, like, <laughs> you just make sure all the pieces are there, but you just, you, like, you can't, I mean. Uh, who, uh, does he have that same guy still editing for him? I want to I want to check and see who. Ooh, like, I don't know. It's got to like, be. Uh, it's got to right. be. I think it's the same editor from, um, yeah. from um, Dunkirk. Right. All but right. the, yeah. and the music. Like it's an adventure, and yeah. it's 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 piercing. Like this one was like really, it was like, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> did you go see it in Dolby? No, nah, I don't think it was Dolby. I want to yeah, see it in yeah. IMAX, dog. I gotta see I'm it in ta- IMAX. I want to see it in Dolby. I'm talking about my heart was shaking, my feet was. I was I was out here like, oh okay, <laughs> oh sh- oh shoot, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, dog. And then you see, you know, this is this is the messed up thing. You see this this big jug. I started yeah. drinking this um gallon of water a day thing. I should have started okay. after the Christopher <laughs> Nolan release. Because, uh, oh, how many times did you go to the bathroom? Dog, it was like, and I'm running to the bathroom. I'm running. And you know, like, I try to, like, because I understand movies a little bit, I try to, uh-huh. like, go where I know, like, okay. Uh, it's, and, a, it's a low. Yeah, right. it ain't There's much no going to happen here. There's no low. There's no this- low. Yo, and the crazy part is, yo, because <laughs> when I went and saw it, I was like, I've got to go to the bathroom and I've never experienced this. <laughs> and I thought I was just like, I was like, I should have asked him some tips or something. I, yo, I ran to the bathroom. I was like, hopefully I caught it. And I think I caught it like right when um, they're having the conversation through the glass. And I was like, oh, okay. I was I was just like, all right, I know it's going to be real big after this. So real I got to go. Big. Right? So wait, um. And then you remember when she's at the end, when we see the mm-hmm. end, and he's cleaning up loose ends, yeah. right? And she looks over to the vehicle. She does that earlier in the movie. Right. She looks over, but we don't know what she's looking at. Right. So it's like, is it happening again? No, so this is the whole thing. Remember, he when he gave her the phone, he said, "If anything looks out of place, yes, call this oh. number." Uh-huh. And remember, in early in the movie, that's when she turns and he's there. Got you. Yes, 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 yes. So she thinks that he already got the message. Uh huh. But it wasn't for him. It was for him later on. So there might be two hymns at that time. Right, because he's already there from. The what what we seen when she yep. first went to go see him, yeah, and he's telling her like introduce me, yes. And this one is from him. Obviously, he put, went back in time far enough to go forward. Yeah, to go in right. Oh, <laughs> my wife thought I was crazy. I was like, babe, I gotta go see this again. I have to like I couldn't I couldn't even have this conversation without like feeling like I had more to give <laughs> and I don't have any more to give <laughs> like, yo, you don't understand guys, but that is a good thing. This is a good right. thing. Every movie's not supposed to be like this. Some of them need to be wham, bam, 
here you go right boom just enjoyment but this is this is not this is this is a spy movie for a reason and this spy movie is supposed to take you on this roller coaster and damn his action like his action mind is just like brilliant it's great great, dog definitely Yo, uh, let me know when you're gonna go see it again. Maybe we'll catch. Yes, dog. Like, I want to see what we could do in IMAX. You know what? There's Mm. a movie that I want to see. Have you seen Train to Busan? Oh, Train to Busan. The The sequel sequel is out. Just came out. Yeah, but it's only showing in um in Boston. Really? Only showing in Boston. Well, we could do. um, I'm telling you right now. I'm I'm trying to catch these movies in the middle of the week. I don't want to go where everybody's going. Word, word, and like I. That's one of those movies that we probably should do a review on that. Like I want, I want, I mean, a lot of people won't see it, but it'll, I think it's going to be an internet thing where people, yeah. a lot of people. Cult classic. A cult classic. Because right. I really, I watched Chain to Busan with my wife and she enjoyed that shit too. Yeah. So right. um, I'm down for it. But Tenet guys, Tenet, Tenet. Go see it. Tenet. Go see it. <laughs> you gotta go see it. If you're a Christopher Nolan fan, you gotta go see it. If you're a movie fan, you gotta go see it. If you're a spy movie fan, you gotta go see it. If you enjoyed Inception a little bit, you definitely have to go see it. If you got into Stella, you could do it. <laughs> oh, if you, this is if right you saw, up your alley. Yeah. Yes, this is right up your alley. It, it, yeah. It's just I feel like so Inception gave that like all right, people went to go see Interstellar. Cool. Yeah. It was like ah. It got a little difficult at the end. Yeah. If you went and saw Interstellar, you got all the way to the end. You was like, "Oh, that was awesome! Go yep. see this. It'll do the same thing." You yes. know? Yes. So it's 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 a mind fucking itself. So okay, we we can't leave without talking about the last battle. Yo. Okay. The the last battle is uh-huh. already something that you need a cliff note for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we realize they've built an army. Uh, to go forward and reverse, and back, right? But who the are they time, fighting? Yeah. They're fighting um, insurgents. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that they're like whoever this Russian crew, the Russian is. dude. He sent them to go get whatever right. this is there. And Robert Pattinson is on the reverse, is yes. on the backwards. So this is where I felt the symbolism. Where it's like uh-huh. where you see. Um, John David going forward, yes, and Robert Pattinson going backwards. These are the actual timelines of these two characters that we don't realize earlier. Okay, you, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Robert Pattinson is already in a previous time from his normal time. But did, do you think that we're supposed to believe that he reversed it again when when he's he's looking down at some of the soldiers going in and coming back out? Um, of the turnstile thingy thing. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to believe that he reversed himself again? Because you remember John David asked, asked him, he said, doesn't your team need you? And right, he said, he he said was, I'll get them, uh, uh, um, basically like I'll get them at another moment. Right. So, I mean, I think that at that point, we're, we're, we're finally seeing that duplicity where it's like, yeah. You can be everywhere you need to be at one time. Yes. You, there's no worry. But this was the important part where he's now realizing he's got to help them going forward. Yeah. And so they that's all why... have their own mission. Like, even yes. if you had an original mission, your mission could be to divert from that original right. mission just to get to that. It was wild. 
Wow. wow. That's that, yo, just that scene was just like, you're trying to, all right, who's going forward? Then you, all right, what's in reverse? And yes. like, you're just trying to, you're trying to turn it. You try to bring it together, to, yo. Yeah, it because we're supposed. I think this is it's simultaneously happening. Like right. everything is happening at one time, and that's where the connection to Interstellar. I think this is an extension of Interstellar, where we're supposed to understand. You remember when he was in that um, um, he was behind the bookshelf type of situation when mm-hmm. he was stuck in that um. That fifth dimension. Yes, because he was he went into the black hole or something like that, mm-hmm. and he yeah. was able to see himself in different time periods and simultaneously. Right. It was all around him, so time right. was happening all at the same time. It was all right. one time. It was all happening. Right. Everything was happens happen. Right. Ah! <laughs> all right i hope that uh people got it i hope people get it i hope people continue to get it i hope people just at least try to get it that's the fun the I fun hope, hope, is to yo, try i hope that they do a, a sequel to tenant and it's a western oh <laughs> <laughs> something it's gonna look like back to the future you know yo, just try just try and just sit down first of all enjoy it enjoy it at the action level right and then just try to pick up some stuff and then this is the this is what movies are why they're special because this is creating conversations i wanted to buy the dvd right away i'm like when is this dvd coming out and i know this is going to be such a big film the dvd ain't coming out for a while but i wanted a 4k blu-ray whatever because Mm -hmm. and i'm paying the regular, whatever the price is. I'm going to pre-order this motherfucker because, like, I got to have it. Like, at this point, I feel like this may be the first collection that I finally finalize is my Christopher Nolan because there's something about the achievements that he's making. Even if I don't make anything at this level, $200 million, I Mm -hmm. like the idea of pushing the boundaries of what's already existing and pushing the boundaries of independent cinema is something that I'm interested in doing and it'd be great for us to do as loose cannons. Um, let's close out. All right, good. I'm cool. Yo, this uh, go, was, go this was great. It was a mind right. bender. Yes. We had fun. It was nice to get back to the theater. Um, wait, did y'all, did you have refreshments at your theater? Yeah, I didn't get anything though. Mine's was shut down. Really? It was just like movie. It's a movie. That's it. What you you, movie? What's up? That was it. But excuse me. I'm no Justin, no peace. And I'm Lou Rivers. And we are the Loose Cannons Podcast because we sit down and we fire off our opinion on today's pop culture. What else? Politics. What else? Movies and TV and how they all intersect. And this was a special episode because this is dropping on Friday, guys. Yo. So you got three episodes this week, yo. Word four episodes this week because we dropping the Lovecraft Country, so stay right. tuned for that, yo. Uh, Lovecraft man. Country review episode three. Okay, till then, we out. Peace, peace, bro. I had so much fun watching that movie, yo. Me too, yo.